Welcome to the very first episode of the Spiritual AF Life podcast. There's some amazing conversations, stories, and insight that awaits you. The Spiritual AF Life, meaning spiritual AF as in as in the bad word. Yeah, you might hear some swearing. This is a place where we're not going to take life or spirituality so seriously. In fact, it's a place where we're going to bring the high vibe and spiritual world down to earth. In fact, the goal of this podcast is to help you apply some of the spiritual techniques and philosophies to your daily life. We're going to take all that woohoo and bring it down to a practical way so that you can apply it every single day in your daily life. Unlike other spiritual teachers, I want to help you get off of your meditation pillow and connecting to yourself and spirit on the daily and throughout your day. Invisible guidance is always available to us, always trying to chat with us during the day. So I'm stepping in to help you make an incredible, incredible spiritual AF life through fascinating conversations with experts, um, uplifting stories of spiritual communication, as well as a deeper dive into some spiritual practices that helped me go from sick to psychic. I thought for the first podcast, though, we should get to know each other. That's why I created five crazy AF life lessons that. I learned aren't so typical. They all have a spiritual approach. Through these life lessons, I'll share with you pieces of my crazy life story so far. And to help me get to know you, introduce yourself in my Facebook group. It's called Rise Into Your Power. And definitely subscribe to this podcast. And if you've noticed how alike we are, and you know maybe one of these life lessons really hit home for you, leave a review to let me know which ones, because it would be amazing and any other kind of insight or how this podcast has touched you. All right. Well, I am ready. I am so stoked that you are here on this journey with me. Let's dive into today's conversation. Are you ready to talk about five crazy AF life lessons? I know that I am. So in case you don't know this about me, I really came from like a crazy AF life for reals, right? And maybe that you can relate. Maybe you're one of those people who have really have signed up for a tough life or a crazy life with a crazy family with some really interesting life lessons. And so the first lesson that I learned in my life that I feel it could also help you is to see people as characters in your movie. When I learned about this concept, I was like, what? Oh my gosh, this totally makes sense. So think of your life right now as a movie and it's playing out and you are the star of the show. And then the people that are around you, your family and friends, they are characters in your movie. So when I think about my life, looking back on it with my crazy childhood, and I mean like, okay, we moved all the time because we were getting evicted all of the time. Like I remember so many times just having to, you know, get all my toys out of the dumpster because, you know, my mom didn't pay the rent and then all of our toys ended up in there. All of our clothes ended up in the, in the dumpsters. I remember a few times coming home from school and I don't even have a house. Like we're living in a hotel. We're homeless. We're trying to go to the homeless shelter. So it was a pretty crazy life. And for a long time, I had resentment because I was like, oh my gosh, if only if I would have had this growing up, if I would have had that, then, you know, maybe I could have this now or be a certain way. 
Well, now I look back on it and I'm like, wow, my mom was one of the most interesting characters in my life. And in case you don't know, my mom passed away in 2019. It's been like, what is that? Two years almost, or, or just over two years. It feels like two months to be honest. And for a long time, I was like, oh my gosh, if my mom would have been different, my mom would have shown me love, if my mom would have done this or that. But it was really crazy because when she passed or when she was sick with her cancer, that's when I realized she was my greatest teacher. She was an amazing teacher because by not being the perfect mom, by not always being there for me, by basically feeding me to the wolves a lot of the times, she ended up showing me that I needed to be independent. And that taught me how strong I truly am. And she was an amazing teacher when I look back on that now. And she was an amazing character in my movie. The thing is, is that we are all here on earth playing a certain part. I am Heather. And this is the only time I could ever be Heather Danielle in this way. And this is the only time where you can be the person that you are right now. And this is your movie. And all of the people that are in your life are your characters. So think about it sometimes. Do some of them need an upgrade? Do you need to look at one of the characters in your life right now? And from a different perspective, like I did my mom. I think it's really amazing when you think about it because think about the best movie you ever seen. Your best movie you ever seen probably isn't like, oh, the girl is beautiful and she has everything that she wants. And then she goes through life getting everything that she wants and nothing bad ever happens. That's the sucky movie. Like, I'm not sure if I could see that. So think back about your life and the challenges that you've been through like a movie. And I can do that now. And I'm like, man, I am so awesome. Look at what I've overcome. And look at the people that are in my life that are playing like the main characters or they are playing, you know, the role, like you can have switch roles too. So if you have a friend, but then again, you're like, Ooh, I want to change up that role for them. And maybe they become your boyfriend, your husband, your wife. Right. So it's really interesting to look at it that way. And now I look back on my life as a movie and I am like, Whoa, my spirit guide must be like popping a squat somewhere. And just tossing back the popcorn, right? Like what in the world is how they're going to do next? But now instead of having a lot of challenges and mean things coming my way, I have a lot of awesomeness, right? So I'm gonna show you and tell you and bring forth people onto this podcast that is really going to help you switch up your life, transform your life so that you are just manifesting all sorts of goodness and the trauma part of your life is over, right? Well, for the most part, right? We signed up for this human life with a lot of um, crazy stuff. So <laughs> probably won't be perfect. It won't be awesome. We didn't sign up for perfect when we came here, right? We came here to learn, grow, that kind of stuff. So it's just going to be a fun ride. And I'm happy that we're in it together. All right. So the second crazy AF life lesson is people are put into your life for a season. I wanted to say for a reason, but the truth is, is that a lot of times or sometimes you're not going to know the reason why they were in your life until like a time later. So people come into your life for a season. So if you have people that are coming and going in your life, that's okay. And it's the same thing. Like my mom was in my life for a season and she left and she, it's okay. <laughs> she didn't go very far. I'm pretty sure she's listening in right now, but yeah, she was in my life for a season and now I moved on to a new season in my life. 
and it can be sad and we have to go through the healing process and we have to honor our feelings and honor our grief. But then we also have to look at those people that are coming in to our lives. So if you haven't met me before, I'm coming into your life for a reason and you are coming into my life for a reason. And it's pretty exciting. So we can actually see where we are by the people we have in our lives. And I didn't always know that I had gifts. I did not know I was a psychic or a medium. I didn't know any of that stuff. I thought those were a gift given by the few. I was super duper jealous of them. And it was really funny because I was dating this guy. We were actually engaged. His name was Jay. And I remember telling Jay a few times, I'm not meant to be with you. I'm meant to be with someone else. And you are helping me learn those things that I need to learn to be able to be with this other person. And I'll be honest, he wasn't mad about it either. I Maybe he didn't believe me, but he was just kind of like, yeah, okay. You know, and I'm like, yeah. So I'm learning from you. And I did. And I learned a lot of really cool things from him. Like he had really good taste in music. And he is actually the one that passed away in a motorcycle accident. But it was a lot of fun when we were together during the good times. And this is going to sound crazy. But the last book that I read before I met my husband now was a book that me and Jay had gotten from the library. And that book is what got me and my husband together, basically, because the night me and my husband were talking, he was like, hey, what's the last book you ever read? And I told him that book. And he was like, God smacked. He was like, I can't believe that you read that book. And it's been really a big talking point um, and a foundation in our marriage that's been now for 10 years, right? So just knowing that they come in for a season and then Jay left as well. He went to the other side, he transitioned. But then I knew that he got brought into my life at that time for maybe a reason, but even though I wasn't positive on the reason, um, definitely it's for a season. And I've had other friendships too, to where I'm like really bummed out and I'm sad and I'm heartbroken that we're not friends anymore, but it's just like, okay, I have learned everything that I had from them and now it's time to move forward. Okay. Yes. So another third crazy AF life lesson is to change. You got to do things you've never done before. And I really learned this after me and Jay broke up. That's when I met my husband. Now his name is Tony, but he likes to go by Robert. So we're going to call him Robert. So Robert and I met through a friend and we were just friends. We were just friends. But what was really funny is the day that I met him, I thought he was really cute. After a while, we hit it off. Don't worry, he's going to be on the podcast too. I'm going to interview him. And it was so funny because I really liked him and he didn't ask me for my number. So finally, I I really wanted his number. I really wanted to talk to him. So I finally, you know, dropped my mom, dropped my mom off. I dropped my son off at my mom's house. And I was like, I am going after this guy. I need to see him again. And I actually told her, I was like, this is operation. Get the hot guy's number. I have never went after a guy ever. Right. Maybe you can relate. I have always been the one where the guy chased after me. I don't chase after the guy. But in this case, I chased after him. And guess what? It was the best thing I ever did was 
change up my normal routine. I did something I never did before. So I invite you to do the same, especially if you're looking for a love, then you definitely need to do things you have not done before. Whatever is working right now is not working for you. So I went ahead and it took a lot of pride took a lot of courage to try and, you know, reach out to him to get him. I hung out with the other girl that I met him through again, shout out to Melanie if she's listening. And I was like, I need to talk to him. I need to um, hang out with him. And since then, and hanging out with him, I have repeatedly done things differently so that I can change and I can grow. And one of those things was um, applying for jobs that I didn't think that I was good enough for. And I remember just being nervous submitting the online application, but these small little things that I did to change up my routine, to do things I never done before, it transformed my life. My life is completely 1000% different than it was before. For example, when I met my husband, I was living in a basement apartment. No shame at all. I love that apartment. I don't know. It was probably like 300 square feet at the most, uh, maybe, if you were too tall, so if you were over five ten, then you had to duck in this apartment. And it was super duper small and super, super cute, but it was mine. And I absolutely loved it. Now, yeah, like I just told my sister-in-law came over yesterday. I was like, I need to live by water. I can't be away from water. I was like, I need to move. And she was like, Heather, you know, you live off of a lake. And I was like, oh yeah, I do. <laughs> and so my life is like completely different. And the one thing, it's kind of like a bonus tip to help you get to this new level or to just make whatever you have even better is, is making sure that you have a support system. And that's what my husband was to me was that he was just that one person that I had that could encourage me, that could support me, that could be my rock to tell me that it was going to be okay. And as you can imagine, after a life of craziness and people being mean to you and bad to you, if you will, it was quite refreshing to have someone be like, Hey, you can do this. You can submit the application. Just submit the job application. You're fine. So it's kind of like a bonus tip there, but definitely you got to do things you've never done before. Just, just like, just make like Nike and just do it. Right. So whatever one little thing, one little step, right. I think it was Eleanor Roosevelt who said the term, do something that scares you every day. Now I don't do that. Not every day, but I just make sure that in my life, I'm not getting too comfortable, right? Because then you're not growing, you're not changing. And we didn't come here to live a mediocre life. We came here to make this the best life we ever lived. Who you are right now, you can only be this person this once. And the story, the movie is not over yet. If you're listening, the movie is not over yet. You could have a freaking really cool plot twist. It is all up to you, right? So now number four, great segue is you decide what kind of life you want to live. It's completely up to you. So after me and my husband got married, it was a few years after that I applied for that job. I told you about, I actually got that job. I was so excited, but I really, I was working with kids at the time. I was a preschool teacher and I really wanted to like have a desk job and I want to be in one of those offices and, oh my gosh, I wanted it so incredibly bad. And finally, with the help of manifesting and a little bit of inspired action, I got it. I got this job and it was about nine months in. I think it was about nine months into this job, maybe eight months into this job. They told me that I needed to go to Virginia for 18 months to live there. 
and I would be sent around the U.S. as well. So won't by at my station, I'd be stationed in Virginia, but I'd be traveling all around. And they couldn't even guarantee me that I would come back to the same job. If I did this, I doubled my income. If I didn't, I was fired. Wow. Now, since I'm traveling all over the U.S., I can't bring my son, right? That sucks. I don't want to do that. I want to be with him. And then my, my husband can't come with me because he needs to keep his job here for 18 months. So me and him, we were in such turmoil. We didn't know what to do because we knew this was an exceptional opportunity for me, for my career, for everything. It was going to be amazing. But the thing is, is that I love my, my guys, right? I love my guys. As you can imagine, you don't want to leave your husband and your son for 18 months. That's freaking crazy. Of course I could visit them, but how much are plane tickets? I could only afford a flight like once a month, probably, especially because now I was going to have to, you know, rent an apartment. So it was really, really funny. So what ended up happening was I couldn't decide what I wanted to do. So I wanted the universe to guide me. Like, even though I didn't know I had abilities or anything, I just knew like, okay, go with the flow, go with the flow. My husband and I are Taoists. So Taoist is T-A-O, the Tao, right? You follow the way. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go where I'm led. Oh my gosh. Every single time I thought that there was a way another way would show up. So it was like really crazy. I was like, okay, if I get another job, right, I'm going to apply for another job. If I get that job, then I'm going to know, okay, I'm meant to stay. But then that job opportunity in the interview was after I already got to Virginia. So I'm like, see, I can't do the interview because I'll be in Virginia at the time. Well, guess what happened? <laughs> Talk to someone. They're like, oh, we can move up the interview for you. So I was like, well, maybe that's a sign because they're moving up the interview for me. So basically, it was a lot of back and forth, but then I had to make the decision. What kind of life did I want to live? And I actually made the decision that I was going to go to Virginia. I decided that I was going to do it. And I made that choice and it was heartbreaking. I remember the day that my husband left to come back here. He, he drove down with me and then he flew back up here because I would have my car, right? And I remember that airport, like my heart was just shattering. I actually got on the phone and called my mom as soon as um, his plane left. And I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. And I remember I couldn't even last a month without him, without my son. And I came back up here like two weeks later. It was so crazy. And I remember being at the airport, leaving to go back after those two weeks, going back to Virginia. And I remember thinking like, I'm just going back to Virginia just so I can get my car and leave because I am not staying there. And as soon as I got back to my apartment in Virginia, you know, and I was just going to leave, I was going to pack up everything. I can't do this. And I'm going to go back to Michigan. There was a note on the counter. To be honest with you, I didn't recognize the handwriting, but it was mine. And it said, Heather, I know that this is tough, but you're going to make through this. You're going to get through this. You got this. And for some reason, I was just like, wow. I was so insightful and I decided to stay. And honestly, it was the hardest thing I ever had to do in my life. But I learned about my abilities when I was down there. I became a psychic medium. I started talking to dead people. I started talking to the other side. How really crazy is that? I started, I learned about psychic abilities. I learned that I was extremely good psychic. I learned that I was an empath to the highest degree, 
right? I was so incredibly sensitive, but empath is someone who like takes on energy, is very absorbent of energy, is very sensitive to energy. And that is 1000% me. And I had no idea. And because of this, I'm able to feel better. I'm happier. Like I cannot imagine my life without knowing that I had these abilities. And I seriously do not know how spirit would have gotten this across to me if I would have stayed here. Maybe they would have, maybe they wouldn't have. But the thing is, is that not just with my abilities, but that trip, like I've had some of the most amazing, crazy, awesome life experiences because of that. I went to the Pentagon. I got to tell you one thing. I went to the Pentagon and I actually had meetings with SESs, which are senior executive services, services. So basically senior executive service, they're equivalent to the generals um, for the civilian sector in the freaking Pentagon. Like I remember one day when I just wanted to like have a field trip there, but now I actually not only went there, but I actually had meetings with these high people. Oh my gosh, it still blows my mind. And so I, I had to make that choice. Spirit was not going to push me to go to Virginia. Spirit was not going to be like, oh, this is for your highest good. Because, you know, even though we can choose what's for our highest good, the thing is, is that we still have that choice. We have free will. We can do whatever we want. Literally, we can do whatever we want. We have free will. You think you can't leave right now and move out of state. You think that you can't go live wherever or do whatever. But the truth is that you can. For whatever reason, you're not. Maybe because you're happy where you are, or maybe it's a limiting belief. But anyways, you decide what kind of life that you want to live. And I think that's freaking crazy. But don't worry, right? If you don't like the life you're living right now, change up that movie, change up that story, right? So now the fifth and final crazy AF life lesson is the key to life, period. But the key is to be your full self, to be your full self. One of the books that really changed my life was called The Afterlife of Billy Fingers by Anne, Annie Corrigan, Kagan, Kagan. And in that book, she talks about, she talks to her brother who passed on. Again, she didn't know she had abilities and that kind of thing. And he starts talking to her after she passed. And what he says is that, you know, one of the purposes of life is to create a love affair with yourself. And honestly, I couldn't agree more because whatever you are destined to do in your life. So whatever your life purpose is, you know, or you think it is, the truth is it's about being the truest form of you. My belief is that we all are specks of the divine having this unique human experience. And it is your unique perspective that is going to make a crazy impact on your life purpose and on this earth world and in this earth, right? So, you know, it is so crazy because I think I spent most of my life trying not to be who I was because I was so wanting to make others happy because that made me happy. If they were happy, I was happy. <clears throat> and I was doing myself an incredible disservice and I was doing them a disservice. Because now, because I am my full self, that I am a psychic and I am in a medium and I am a spiritual coach and I do all these things, you know, my light inside of me is shining so much brighter than it ever has. And when you shine your light, you give permission to other people to do the same. So just think about all the people that maybe you're impacting their lives, but how much they impact your life and vice versa. 
because I opened up to my gifts and I am who I am. When my mom was sick and passed away, like my family was right there by me and they were like, Heather, what's going on? And I was able to give them some really amazing experiences for their life as well. And maybe it opened up their mind a little bit more. Yeah, my family, like most of them are religious. Most of them are skeptical of this kind of thing, or they were. But then the more I shined my light, now all of a sudden it's like, it gets um, contagious. And now all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, like it's opening up different sides of them. So you might feel like me and you might be like, wow, but these people are so much stronger than me. They're so much more crazier than I am. And I felt the same way, but I just became more of who I am. And now I'm just so unapologetic about who I am. <laughs> but you, you get that over like a little bit of time, a little bit of confidence, and you get to be confident in who you are once you accept who you are. Isn't that really interesting? You become confident in yourself when you finally accept all those parts of yourself. And maybe you're only accepting some parts and you're confident in, and then other areas, maybe you're not confident because you haven't accepted fully every, every part of yourself yet. So now it's like so incredibly amazing because, you know, you learned a lot about me from like my childhood, you know what I mean? To like my young adulthood with Jay in my twenties and then marrying my husband and stuff. So, you know, now I coach other people to open up their own innate gifts, right? And I teach them how to use spirituality to make themselves happier and healthier, you know, to even create a business if they want, whatever that they want to do. And it's so incredibly amazing. And that's the reason why that, like, I decided to start this podcast, to be honest, right, is because I'm a talker. I'm a big, big talker. In fact, back in the day, they used to call me like jabber jaws, like how they won't stop talking. And, you know, it hurt my feelings. I cried. I felt bad. But the truth is, is that I was still always talking. <laughs> right. Just really quick. I have to tell you this. My sister has this video of us on Christmas morning. And it's so funny because you can't see me in the video. You can see my other brothers and sisters. You can see my sister, but you can't see me. But the whole time, the whole time this video is running, which is probably like an hour, hour and a half or so, you can hear me the whole time. I am literally talking to myself or no one. I don't know. I think that this video that I seen, I was like five or six years old, I think. And I'm just sitting there talking to myself. I don't even need an audience when I talk. I will sit there and talk to myself, right? So that's the reason why that I decided to start this podcast because it's like, oh, podcast is talking and I get to talk to you. And I absolutely love that. But I had to accept that part of myself. I am a talker. <laughs> and podcasting is great for talks, right? Yes. <laughs> I wish I could show you the video. It would be so much fun. So the key is to be your full self, to accept those parts of yourself, right? And you might not accept every little part of yourself right now. But just say, work on it and then definitely see those things where you did accept yourself and where you do have the confidence, right? And if you can get confidence in that area and confidence all the rest of it, haters are going to hate, right? Just be yourself, you know, try, right? And even one area. So right now I can be a talker, you know, but um, at one point it was a few years ago, me and my husband were having a, um, a couple's game night party. It was so much fun, by the way. And we were playing the newlywed game. And the question was, you know, asked to my husband, what does your wife have 
too much of. Now, in my head, I'm like, oh, he's going to say purses. He's going to say clothes. I have too much, too much, um, like too many, what was it? Like thrift store things, right? <laughs> he's not, my mom used to always go to the thrift store. So I would always get things from her and with her and that kind of thing. And you know what he said? He said, she has too much personality. <sighs> like, I remember as soon as he said that, like my heart shattered. I remember feeling so bad. And I mean, like I cried, I literally cried. Like I had to excuse myself going to the room. I was very upset at him because I'm like, wow, he doesn't even accept me for who I am, that I am crazy. I'm a, I, I am who I am. And he thinks I have too much personality. Like I thought that he would love that about me, but he doesn't, he didn't even accept it until took a little bit, but now I freaking love my personality. I freaking love who I am. I love the fact that he said that I have too much personality because that is who I want to be because that is truly who I am. I have never been the quiet introverted one in the corner. I, I have always been the one that's vocal, that's loud and that kind of thing. And now I finally accepted it. And it's so funny because once I accepted it, I feel like he accepted it even more. And now I know that he loves that part about me because we balance each other because he's like more quiet and introverted for the most part, you know, and I'm more crazy. Right. So <laughs> I thought that was really funny. I had to share it with you. <clears throat> so, yes, I hope that you have loved these crazy um, AF life lessons. OK, so see people as characters in your movie and people are put into your life for a season. Number three, to change, you got to do things you never did before. Number four, you decide what kind of life you want to live. And number five, the key is to be your full self. Now, I hope you love that. I hope you learned a lot about me too, because we're going to be stuck in this journey together. But I also want to learn about you. So the first thing that I want you to do is subscribe, right? Subscribe. I want you on this journey with me. I want you on this path. Our paths cross for a reason. Stay with me long enough to figure out what that reason is. And the second one is write a review for the show and tell me which one of these resonated with you the most. Okay. So what kind of stories do we have in common? Which memories got brought up in your life and from your past? Like, or what are you looking most forward to implementing? Because I want to read and I want to know about it. And I can't wait to get to know you. And I will talk to you soon.